The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about SEO and analytics. Joining us is Justin Seibert, who is the president of Direct Online Marketing, which is one of Google's top 3% premier partners globally and a HubSpot Diamond Solutions partner that's helped companies grow confidently since 2006. Direct Online Marketing, also known as DOM, has SEO, PPC, social media, CRO, web design, and marketing analytics services that have helped companies around the world sell into over 150 countries. And today, Justin and I are going to discuss goal setting for SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked-to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Justin Seibert, the president of Direct Online Marketing. Justin, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Excited to be here. Excited to have you on the show. Excited to talk a little bit, not only about SEO, but also some of the analytics. Uh, your company has had great success, not only with your relationship with Google, HubSpot, you do a whole bunch of stuff, but you've also done a lot of international marketing. Let's talk a little bit about goal setting to start off at the top. You know, when you are working with new clients, what are some of the ways that you're helping them figure out what their goals for their SEO strategy should be? Yeah, it's a really great question. We're really big on starting with what are they trying to accomplish within their business? And then how does SEO actually fit within that stream? 
Because we'll get people giving us answers when we say, what's important to you, where they might say something like, hey, we want to drive sales. Well, that's great. We can back into that. Sometimes they're on the other end and say, hey, my boss is really angry because there's just this one word that our competition shows up ahead of us. It makes them nuts. We just want to dominate Google. And we get anything in between from those. So really understanding what's important to them and then building out some kind of intermediary KPIs from there. And then the ultimate goals for how we can do it. And it's a little bit easier on the e-commerce side of things. Where it gets trickier is when it is a demand gen play and we're looking at how can we track what they're doing from a lead and what's the quality of the lead. And do they have their funnels already named with MQLs and SALs and all that good stuff. So it's really starting from there. One of the concerns that I always have bringing on a new client in a professional services business is they want you to be all things to everyone. What do you do when a customer says, we want to rank for our head term, we want demand gen, we want everything in between We want you to be all things all the time for everything content and organic growth related. How do you break them down into more discrete goals? Like when they say, I want to own Google is the answer. Yeah, (laughs) you try to get them into a little bit more realistic what's possible. Also understanding, hey, what's the scope that we signed up for? So if you have a really large scope and there's a lot of different things we're doing, then we can attack multiple objectives here. But if you don't have that, let's be really concrete about what we can do And also understand your timeline. Because some of these things we can do sooner rather than later. If it's a local SEO play, as you know, some of that can be accomplished pretty quickly. There are other things that are going to take longer to do. So I think getting them to pick and choose and just asking a lot of questions. When you are working with a client that's specifically focused on demand generation, you mentioned that, okay, great. I'm not in control of your funnel. What are the steps in the process? Do you have good analytics? How do you start to work with clients that are focused on the bottom line to help them understand what are the leading indicators and sort of understand that success is coming? Yeah, it's on the leading side of things. We do want to talk about traffic. We do want to talk about keyword rankings. We do want to talk about, in some cases, domain authority and some of those types of metrics to show that we're getting you towards where we want to end up and saying, hey, let's be patient. What's a realistic goal for where we can get you and how quickly we can get you there. But ultimately, it is going to tie back into what are those leads and what are the quality of leads and how are they moving through? And then, like you said, having that realistic conversation with them about what do we control? And then what's on your side of things? So when you're thinking about demand generation for some of your clients, and you're measuring SEO's impact to the bottom of the funnel, what are some of the metrics that you look at earlier in the process to understand if you're making traction? Yeah, I think really understanding some of those awareness pieces. So what are they doing from the perspective of rankings we're really big on? We can talk about impressions, how have those gained. But one of the big things we want to do too, we can look at high level, how many keywords do you have ranking? What positions are those keywords ranking in? But I feel it's really important to understand what are the keywords that we're focusing on? Because as you know, any even quarter decent SEO can get you a lot of rankings and they can get you traffic from words that aren't difficult to rank for, but aren't going to move the needle for them. So I think being on the same page and understanding what are those keywords that we all agree and that we expect should be moving the needle and are the ones that we want to concentrate on, if that makes sense. When you're setting goals for new clients, are you thinking about it on a weekly, daily, monthly, annual? I mean, I'm sure every relationship is a little bit different, but how do you break down the actual goal setting for your clients in terms of like 
near, medium, and long-term milestones? Yeah, really good question. In terms of activities, we're breaking them down on a daily, weekly basis, also monthly and quarterly, depending on what, what the particular scope is. But in terms of those measurables, we are going to look at things on a weekly basis where you can at least say, hey, here's what's going on. Here's where maybe any kind of changes have been. Do we see any kind of big fluctuation? We certainly want to check analytics. We want to use our tools to see, is there a big spike that happened that could be indicative of some kind of change in the algorithm or something happened with the website so that we can figure out, do we need to adjust really quickly to things? But in general, as we're looking at these, it is more of that monthly take. And in some cases, especially for what's being reported up to the board, we're going to be looking at things from a quarterly basis to see how things have changed. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Talk to me about some of the systems you're using to keep not only your team, but also your customers in line, in sync, and accountable. When you're looking at your goals, are you using a product management solution, a, a Monday, an Asana? Are you just living in Google Webmaster to or Google Search Consoles? What are some of the systems you're using to not only document your goals, but make sure that you're making progress? I love this question. We're huge, huge, huge Asana fans. And I, I know you love Monday, and I know a lot of other people do. I don't think it really matters. It's what system is everybody used to. Um, so Asana is what we use internally as a company. And we'll actually, in many cases, open up a private channel so people can see what's being worked on. They can see things in real time. As you know, a lot of people will come to you when they're already feeling burnt from a past bad relationship. Maybe somebody hasn't delivered on what their expectations were. So the more transparency we can give them into what's actually being done, we want to be able to do that for our clients. So really big on the transparency piece. Also really big on the communication piece. So we're typically setting up a Slack channel for folks so that we can have that quick communication that really isn't worth an email or a phone call around. If they prefer Teams, we'll do it. I just hate Teams personally, so we try to avoid it whenever we can. Teams, then, the Microsoft chat yes. solution, not yeah. Teams as in a, a group of organizations working together. Yeah, no, no, no. I love sports teams, right? Yeah, I love, I love those kind of teams. Microsoft Teams, I think... Not so much. I won't say, yeah, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's the work of the devil, but I would say that it is my least favorite platform to work out of, even though we have it. And then we're really, for a lot of our reporting purposes, we do a lot of our stuff, a lot of our stuff through custom Looker Studio reports and just set those up for the client so that we're all aligned on 
What are those measurements and we can see how they've changed? I mentioned before some of the ways that you can track and keep accountability short-term, medium, and long-term. How often are you going back and revising your goals with your clients? That's an excellent question. So first, let me answer a side question and come back to answer that question more directly. We have a strategic plan. And then depending on what the level of engagement is, at minimum, we're updating that strategic plan every four months. And by the way, we're month to month in all of our contracts, so people can get out at any time. But it is nice to have that longer look of what our plans are. They include things like planned experimentation. So that the big fear is when you've been working with a client or if you're working internally, you've been working at the same place for a long time, it's really easy to become complacent with things. So we want to make sure that we're scheduling out experimentation so we don't ever fall into that trap. So that's where we start with first is that strategic plan. So anywhere from monthly to quarterly or every four months even, we're going to update that to make adjustments to our approach based on what we're seeing. From a goal-setting perspective, in most cases, we're having quarterly business reviews with our clients. So having those conversations at that time, hey, do these goals still make sense? Is there anything that we want to adjust there? Is when we plan it on our end, in some cases, as I'm sure you've experienced, the clients might come to you that, hey, this thing happened externally to us or internally to us, and we need to make adjustments. Our bosses are now asking for this, so we need you to deliver on Y now instead of X. You know, you mentioned building an experimentation into your goal setting. How do you think about not only creating goals that are rigid and allow you to sort of focus on what is the primary task, but also gives you the room to be creative and just figure out something that may or may not work. What part of your goal setting process is related to experimentation? It's a really good question. I think I would say that they're tied together on a short chain because we're doing that experimentation to see what we can do always against that baseline goal expectation of what we're looking for. So in some cases things are going pretty hunky-dory as it is, and we're just looking if we can get that breakthrough. In other cases, maybe something happened. Again, maybe it's an algorithm change, maybe something a new competitor came in, maybe we've just been struggling for whatever reasons. So we're going to be looking for that experimentation to see what can we do to get back to the expectations that the client and we are aligned on. I guess the last question I have for you, goal setting is incredibly important, but it also doesn't need to be a rigid system. You need to build in an opportunity for experimentation But often what I'm seeing specifically with SEO is you can run a bunch of campaigns, you can optimize, but it's always hard to attribute value. How do you think about attribution for SEO as it relates to your goals as opposed to driving a bunch of awareness tricks, clicks and traffic, and then somebody else ends up being the last conversion metric? Yeah, it's on the attribution side, we all want that holy grail of what actually is attributed to an organic search versus they saw a display ad or even a billboard or went to a trade show or what does that look like? I think for us to understand, number one, where did the traffic come into? So is it homepage traffic where we think there's a higher likelihood that that's branded traffic? And maybe is that changing based on the fact that they have a higher, a bigger campaign for PR going on at that particular time? Then we probably shouldn't get as much credit for that. But absent other changes or where they've actually pulled back on ad budget, we probably deserve a little bit more credit. So we just want to make sure we always understand that bigger picture of what their other efforts beyond SEO are so that we can really try to help them understand what the value of these campaigns are actually giving them. You know, the more and more we learn about SEO, the more we realize that it is not just a bottom of funnel tactic. It's not just an awareness driving traffic. It's not just an awareness driving campaign either. 
SEO is a multifaceted marketing campaign that builds content, distributes it for you, gets brand impressions. And the ways that you evaluate its success and the way that you set up your goals to try to achieve that success is always a work in progress. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Justin Seibert, the president of Direct Online Marketing. Join us again tomorrow when Justin and I continue our conversation talking about why custom GA4 implementation is a must. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Justin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is DomJBS, that's D-O-M-J-B-S, or you could visit his company's website, which is directom.com, D-I-R-E-C-T-O-M.com. And when you go to directom.com, make sure that you check out the resources section. They've got plenty of tips for how you can use GA4 more efficiently. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 